You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. I was going in. In tight, Huberto trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Good morning. It's Friday. It's the big show. Russick and Rose Sportsnet 960. The fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Friday. It's the show after uh, last night's Sportsnet 960, the fan beer league game and the subsequent after party at Wild Rose Brewery, which went a little late. And then there was more festivities after the yeah. after party. Yeah, a lot of fun. Great time. Enjoyed it a lot. Um, we had a couple refreshments last night. 960, 960, name and location. Um, I know I think I've done this before on this show, but uh, your hangover cures. What is something that Matty Rose can have right now? Because I'm extremely impressed that the man woke up and had dairy this morning right away. <laughs> had a big cup. Two cups of yogurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every day. And as you just said, uh, I need to get the antibiotics into my stomach. Which apparently wasn't right. No, it's probiotics. Probiotics is what you need to get in you. Um, oof. Patrick, I'm not sure we should have Maddie a lot on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if stuff might is be a still little... lingering in the system a little bit. Might be a little lag. Um, that rose. I, take, I take very limited responsibility for what happens on get, the show And again, today. like before the show, guess who he blames right away, Patrick? <coughs> Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Duh. Yeah. I said, I'm leaving. He said, we're going to the casino. <laughs> and then we all went to the casino. Well, we had to tickle the felt a yeah, little bit. Obviously, we had to. What? The listeners said, hey, let's, hey. let's go. Hey, let's go play some blackjack. Hey, like, stupid. Okay. Come play blackjack. Meanwhile, and... all those guys have like the day off today. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. There was a point where I said, so which one of you is bringing in breakfast at 630 if I go to the casino? And they all said yes until we got to the casino. Then nobody remembered saying yes. <laughs> um, I will say um, your voice has a little more timber than usual. It's got a little bit morning. of a, <sighs> not a, a workout. Bit of zip to it. Yeah. Got a bit of a workout. Definitely a little on the uh, deeper side, Matt, Matty. Uh, I think that's mostly just because of the calls mm. last night. I don't think yeah. that's uh, the after party that's uh, I, really uh, to blame. It's... I think you did a terrific job last night calling that game. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, some takeaways from last night. Um, <laughs> I guess when you can't have wait all your, to do that again. I guess when you you have all your uh, friends and family there, you kind of lose your mind a little bit because uh, some of the stick work and physicality in the third period. I uh, got out of hand, mm-hmm. especially the part where the Whalers goalie was rung and then his mask flew off his head. He's run twice. Yeah, there's two instances <laughs> that I thought the thing was going to fly off the handle. And yeah. sure enough, yeah. they were able to meet for a pint after and, and nothing led to yeah. anything. Uh, and they, that was lovely to see. They took a bus together to the Wild Rose Brewery after party. Yeah. And there, apparently it was a peaceful mission. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody got there. They're probably saying kumbaya on the bus. I don't know. We I would there. assume so. But it was a peaceful mission at Wild Rose Brewery. Um, 
Speaking at Wild Rose Brewery, um, we gave our, uh, like, uh, it's another full house here. Like, it's just, we keep adding people to the show every morning. Uh, GVP's here. <laughs> Thank working goodness. The board. Alex is, like, assistant producing today. Patrick's <laughs> the head producer. And we got intern Noah in as well. So Last and then, day. And then I don't know if Art's coming in, our boss. <laughs> it's too many people. So he, uh, I'd imagine he's coming in. I would imagine it's not going to be that early. And we're just going to leave it there. How was he? How was he last night? He was jovial. He was jovial. He <laughs> <laughs> <It> was jovial. <laughs> George took the... care. George took care of him. We'll say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think he's jovial, and uh, he's probably he was very pliable last night too. <laughs> pliable, which was good. good um, uh, Alex, I don't, you know, it surly. You called me this morning at like twenty to six. You okay? Like, <laughs> Alex, you know I was gonna come in. No, that was my panic. Oh, that was me yeah. going. I don't know if I could do this by myself. Oh, okay. Can we please make sure he's coming? Right. I literally should have taken a vacation day today, but I didn't. We also, um, Alex, you and uh, you specifically, uh, you ninja dusted last night from uh, the party at Wild Rose Brewery. Can I ask you a so question? Jealous. Yeah, of course. Did you uh, do Brody on the beat from Wild Rose Brewery? You know, we we talked about this. Mm-hmm. You were not happy. Let me put it that way. So, mm-hmm. I know you don't like excuses, George. Yeah. I know. I know the saying is um, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. But sometimes I like to throw excuses in there. But go ahead. Well, I, okay. I was I was going on like a 13, 14 hour day. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't get a nap, mm-hmm. and the I first one. I didn't leave the station after the show. Uh huh. Um, I went home for about an hour actually. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I. By the time we were at Wild Rose, I had to drive home too. I found I had to drive, so I couldn't drink or anything. Mm. I was so tired. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I just I I made the executive well, I asked our boss Art, <laughs> but I made the executive oh, decision. I've been making more executive decisions lately. And it might kick What do you me mean you butt. asked Art? Asked Art what? I was just like, hey, <laughs> I just need somebody to tell me it's okay. I'm not doing on the beat today. <laughs> <laughs> I see somebody. <laughs> okay. And you look like you're having trouble stringing sentences together. So could you tell me that this is the right idea? Maybe uh maybe we give Maddie a little timeout. Maybe maybe a little timeout for a couple minutes here. Warm up. Have your coffee. And uh, did you bring any more um any more bars for you? <laughs> any more new any more fiber? I have an bars? apple. Okay, you could probably should eat that. <laughs> Probably eat that to get your strength up and your energy up right now. Um, it was really fun last night at the after party, mm-hmm. and Alex decides not to do Brody on the beat because honestly, I was looking forward to some Brody on the beat this morning after what we saw last night at the beer league game. I, I'm sorry, George. You know, there's just times in life <laughs> where you can't do Brody on the beat. Mm. And I know I've probably disappointed the people of Calgary and our listeners as Massively. well. Yep, which so. is true. I do feel bad about that. Um, Drew in uh, Saddle Ridge. Uh, try ice cold Pedialyte, minimum one liter. And if you don't have to drive an Irish coffee, a very hot shower can be added to either prescription. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big hair of the dog hangover guy, as they say. That's such an old school saying. Yeah. I gotta go hair of the dog. The last thing I would want to do this morning is whip myself up a Bloody Mary. 
Like, that would not be ideal. Choke that thing down before the show. It's Caesar country out here. Yeah, yeah. that would have well, been. Well, yeah, 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 I know it was invented, but I mean, like, that that's an old school. Oh, just yeah. have a Bloody Mary or yeah. a Caesar. No, I get you. Yeah, just an chase, Irish coffee, yeah. Chase with what you had last night. Yeah, Jameson and hot black coffee right now, probably not an ideal. <laughs> Bailey's and coffee. An ideal yeah. mix. Yeah, uh, it right would now. be right on the carpet. Uh, you know what? I've never had, I'm not going to lie, I've never had Pedialyte for a hangover, nor I don't think I've had Pedialyte in my life. That as a child, not as an adult, but yeah, yeah it's, I don't it work. I had to go down that road. Patrick, I grew up a Serbian baby. You think my mom? Oh hell no! It's probably like what? You think she'd turn Onions? me around? My like, my, there's guaranteed a flat spot on my head, <laughs> lying on my back, probably. <laughs> you get a thimble full of water, and no, that was could, it. You could probably just like put a glass of water on there; it wouldn't fall. <laughs> but yeah, I've never had Pedialyte. Maybe that's something you try if you're feeling a little hungover. Because oh, yeah, I did have, electrolytes back. I did have the sense of drinking some Gatorade before I went to bed. That could help too. I drank a bottle of Gatorade before I went to bed. The thing with Gatorade is the sugar, right? There's no, there's not the sh- no, so much sugar in Pedialyte. That's so why I've moved to BioSteel. Yeah, BioSteel. I was gonna bring some yeah. for everybody on the show, but then I forgot. I uh, got a great Shocking. text too from my Marion Wedley. Provasic. Provasic might help for there a hangover. That that's Do the wonder drug. That is the wonder drug. That is the, uh, yeah. Now, who makes everything. that again? Yeah, my, uh, the good friends at Devlin McGregor. <laughs> that's who it is. Bingo. That's Thank who makes uh, yeah. Provasic. Provasic. Crooks they are. Have, uh, <laughs> in case you have. <laughs> you can't change the liver samples. In case they, uh, in case you got a hangover. So, um, Alex, you uh, you did a great job of interviewing the fans in the stands. Um, you were amongst the people when things maybe got a little out of hand last night during the game between uh, our Whalers and the afternoon shows, uh, Lushes. Um, what was the tenor? What was the temperature? What was the mood of the fans when things got a little chippy out there? I think some fans were actually pretty upset. No penalties were being called. Oh, uh, like it seemed like there was like I heard a couple like get in the game ref or like watch the game ref, you know, some heckling. And they were serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Did they not see our two referees? (laughs) That's a good point. But, you know, tensions were getting up there for sure. Um, But, no, it was really fun being with the fans. I got some great feedback on the show as well. We We had a listener. Shout out to Diane. She was awesome. Really Super friendly. She said some really nice things about the show. Like you like one fan had some good. Whose mom is that? That's uh, that's encouraging, but you're saying uh, some of the fans who were cheering on both teams, kids were climbing all over the seats at Wind Sport. Yeah, they were they were coming pretty close to the the the, the equipment there. Yeah, they a were couple times. <laughs> I didn't um, like that. Get a hold of your kids. But um, things got a little physical. <laughs> things got a little physical there at the end, and uh, Maddie and I at times I think we're disgusted. Um, GVP uh, is in on the board. I. Just add another person. Do we have anybody else who can come in today? <laughs> yes. Where's Steinberg? Yeah. Get him in here. Well, Steinberg, unfortunately, couldn't come to the game last night. He was under the weather. Uh, shout out to our man, Patty Steinberg. Um, again, it sucks when you can't make something like that because it was such a super fun night. But uh, GVP, you're the one who drank all of this in from the studio last night. Yes, sir. Give us some of your thoughts on the uh, beer league game from last night. I was definitely organized chaos. I mm. think that's how we okay. can mm-hmm. describe it. Yeah, uh, Things were going well, and then... Things weren't going like things would be going well until they weren't kind of thing. Like you checked mm. in before the show, yep, and you sounded great when you checked it in. And then once I put you on the air, you sounded like Megatron, like a robot. Okay, during the pregame, not good. So, Is that a problem? A uh, little bit. <laughs> okay, but I'm not sure if it makes for great audio. If right. you know what I mean. But mm. um, yeah. And then a couple times when when you threw to Logan, he sounded good, 
and then I potted him up, and he just wasn't there. And you guys are like, oh, okay, guess not. We're guess we're not going to check in with Logan. Yeah, the delay was yeah. a little much. Yeah, the delay between Logan and us for some reason there. We got through it though. You, you could drive a truck. Yeah. You could drive the yellow bus that took people <laughs> from the from Windsport to Wildrose Brewery through that delay yesterday. Mm. And then Alex going. And again, this is how, of course, things work out. At least we had like children that Alex was interviewing coming through yeah. as clear as possible. That's but, what matters. But then Logan Gordon's like between the benches, Pierre Maguire action there. Like it's like, oh, hey, there's Brett Cron. Let's ask him what's going on. Then it's like, hey, Logan. And then you're like, dead air for like. You should have asked Brent Cron how his breath was. Remember when Pierre asked Phil? <laughs> hey, Phil, how's that. your breath? Well, I guess um, it's well, pretty bad, eh? Well, no, no. Are you listen, Brett Cron uh, did a great job last night officiating that game. Uh, he was really also, great yeah. is the. Yeah, I okay. think he did a great sure. job. Yeah, right on. He was definitely uh, made sure he wasn't losing any fluids on the ice because he did have a beverage in his hand. Yeah, it's a good. So point. he was well lubricated yeah, last and night. I, I don't think I saw him break a sweat either. Yeah, there was well, something the, else yeah. in his other hand, but I don't remember. Yeah, what I don't that remember was. seeing it. And then mm. it, like it looked like he had a heart monitor on, but apparently that was a, a microphone, Go- GoPro, I think. Uh, yeah, some a GoPro sort of camera. Yeah, but well, it, it could have fooled me. It so, looked like a heart monitor. Like so um, outside, the audio was fine. Outside of that. GVP? Yeah. Okay. So I think we're, when are we replaying this? Do we know? Yeah. Uh, later this afternoon. One wow, o'clock. really? One o'clock, yeah. So we're cutting out the, obviously, the pregame show of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I got to say, one of the toughest things I've ever done in my broadcasting career yeah. was trying to do, uh, trying to make kids sliding in an inner tube across the ice hitting oh, yeah. bowling pins. Um, that was a tough one for me. I don't even know who won that. You have to yeah, tap dance in those situations. <laughs> yeah, tap dance a little bit. And uh, I thought you did a really good job. Well, thank you. And I also thought uh, Patrick Dumont's analysis between periods hey. was also spot on. Without him breaking it down, what's the point? Exactly. <laughs> he was the one who was really drinking in the game. Found out he Paul the Cruz's pulse. Uh, blue sweatpants. Yeah, blue sweatpants. good point. They were blue sweatpants. They, sweatpants. Sweat. they looked like gray jeans. They Up close, they didn't have the denim-type material because I can see he came into the, the penalty box to grab his puck grabber thing yep. is they they were kind of cuffed off at the state at the skate yeah so they didn't i think they had more of a sweat jogger yeah. material to i them. did mm. i did see uh paul Cruz, and thank you uh calgary flames legend paul cruz last night i did see him eat it twice on the ice last yeah. night the second he time his bucket lost, flew yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the second time looked like <laughs> an unfortunate spill that one looked like he could feel it today yeah. The bucket came off. It was yeah. a bit of a yard sale. After yeah. that, he decided, maybe I should do the chin strap up. Yeah, <laughs> safety wasn't first. And we know that the one helmet that wasn't coming off was Brent Cross. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that thing looks like it was molded onto <laughs> his head. He had, like, head. the football helmet stripe. Yeah, I think it was middle. a racing stripe for the yeah. speed maybe, he was yeah, going yeah. down the ice. I yeah. believe it's actually the, the old chassis from uh, an old Honda Civic well, what, that they what, just threw on his noggin. What I said is... Um, that helmet is so large, I think there is a smaller helmet orbiting that helmet <laughs> because it took a lot to get that thing on that giant melon of Brett Cron, who was a great sport last night, and I thought did a great job, unlike what the spectators of both the Whalers and the Lushes <laughs> were saying last night mm-hmm. as things got uh, I chippy think he, in I, the third period. I think he gave both teams, he gave them both penalty shots. Obviously yeah, the that was didn't exciting. Score on theirs, so. I didn't think he expected to have a, a moment where he had to address both benches and say, yeah. Let's settle down, I guys. Ha- I didn't really want to do this. I did like how he forced them, like, get all five of you off. New five out. I'm sick of it. Like, yeah. that's how he, he wow. dealt with it. Yeah, he did. He really did put his foot down. 
Whereas Cruz just went for a lap. Yeah, Cruz <laughs> was just up like, there whatever. for a twirl and was far and away the best skater on the ice. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah, because you could see like, oh yeah, that guy played in the NHL and absolutely looked at it. Uh, looked like it. Thank goodness uh, we have guests today. Oh, Adnan Verk. For my guy, Patty Dumas over here. Um, Adnan Verk, host, MLB NHL Network, the Ooh. Cinephile Podcast, joining us at the top of the hour. Tim McAuliffe, host of Tim and Friends on Sportsnet at 7.30. Greg Wyshynski, NHL senior writer, ESPN, 8 o'clock. And the man, like, I feel I feel bad. We've already had him on this week, but he got stood up at the altar twice yesterday, mm-hmm. apparently. So Lou is going to join us. Peter Labardius at 8.30 is going to join us because he was supposed to be on yesterday twice and for some reason wasn't. And uh, we kind of felt bad. And I go, hey, we might as well have him on our show because we would never stand up Lou. So he's going to join us at uh, 8.30. Looking forward to that anytime Lou stops by. Even though I, I'm not sure he's going to be laser focused on the All-Star festivities this weekend. But nevertheless, anytime you can get a chat with Lou, um, lock it in. Later on in the show, too, um, it's a it's a kicker. It's a story I've been holding on to since Wednesday mm-hmm. that I want to do uh, throughout the show here. Can you tell me any more about? Well, the story? Alex, do you do you have that music I got? I asked you to grab on mm-hmm. Wednesday, still or no? Yeah, I've still got it here. You want to do it now? We can do it now. Well, sure. No, no, I, don't just play it. I, no, I, don't just play it. I got, I got to tee it up here first. And uh, I saw this story, and I don't know. Maybe it's a little inappropriate. Oh, oh, good. Maybe you know, today's it, the day. Yeah, no, but like I go, oh, maybe that is a a little inappropriate, but maybe today's the day because I want to get listeners um, feedback. You know what? Let's do this. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a we're going to take a break soon. Uh huh. And we're going to come back and do the Rose Report. Oof. And then if there's time after the Rose Report, <laughs> I'll get into the kicker. If not, we'll do it at the top of the hour at seven before Adnan. That's my plan. Because sure. uh, Gary Bettman is going to speak today at the State of the Union of the NHL. I and can't we know, wait. And we can't wait till Ron McClain gets into an argument with him over the weekend <laughs> when they're on together on television. But is there a commissioner whose address means less to the State of the League than oh Gary Bettman? Goodness. Yeah. Like, uh, like yeah. The, not, what's going to change? The guy's been in charge for 30 years. It's been 30 years the same. Yeah, it's been his regime for the past 30 years. What are we expecting to hear from old Gary here? He's going to say, hey, you know what? Actually, I made a mistake in Phoenix. We should move the Coyotes to a hockey market. That's not going to happen. You know what? Actually, uh, the fans and all the owners and all the players, they despise the hard cap. You know what? Maybe it's time to loosen that thing up a little bit. You know what? ESPN and and TNT? Doing great. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I think I actually misread the numbers. The fans are actually not excited about the ads on the television. Again, believe it or not. I don't think we're going to hear any of that today. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I expect some numbers that everybody looks at and says, okay, all right, Gary. Sounds good. Yeah. And we all nod. We continue. Again, uh, it's going to be the state of the NHL today, and he's going to say how everything's great, and the revenue is just pouring in uh, for the product, and our fans love the game, mm. continuing blah, blah, blah. Every blah, market blah. is crushing it. It's going to be the it. same thing. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be the same thing, I think, from Commissioner Bettman. All right, uh, we're going to break here. We're going to do the Rose Report. That's straight ahead. Uh, Maddie's going to fill us in on all like the competition, the skill stuff. The, yeah, the I'm excited for, for, a, for a duo in that shootout. 
Yes. I thought you were going to say you were excited for the morning report, and I was going to say, pump your brakes. <laughs> Today's yes. not the day. I look back a little bit. <laughs> Come in with low expectations. I'm just, I'm just going to read every participant in the All-Star skills. Good. All right. When I, uh, when I worked at the big box store, yeah. that, was, that was the saying, under promise, over deliver. Yeah, always. <laughs> always. That's a good corporate slogan. You're welcome. Yeah, awesome. And then we used to have to give out high fives, which even when, because I was a part of the opening team of the big box store. Yeah. And it was always, it was always about like culture and yeah, rah, rah, rah. Mm. And to me, I always, that always felt like you have to herd the sheep together because mm-hmm. that's what it is because people need something to cling on to like that. <laughs> yeah. And I was never really buying it. So what I did, because I'm such a, yeah. such a Richard sometimes, <laughs> my thing was really? when we gave high fives, um, because it was about culture. Yeah. yeah, I used to give people really hard high fives. Oh, make make <laughs> just them feel it, and then just... I'd say, "Feel the culture." <laughs> and then my managers loved that. They thought it was like the best thing. Yeah, so yeah, then they, then they, they went and, like, like poor little, you know, he, he bleeds uh, blue and yellow. Poor little <laughs> Elizabeth from um from Mobile yeah. gives our one manager who's like six three a high five and almost gets her shoulder dislocated. Yeah, <laughs> she Take had to feel that. the culture. Yeah. Ooh. And I'm like, yeah. I'm responsible for this madness right yeah. now in the store. Welcome. Yeah, because they actually didn't realize I was being a richer. What a and big... I was kind of like making it a bit of a fiasco. <laughs> but feel the culture. So that's what we're gonna do on today's show. We're gonna we're gonna under promise and try to over deliver, I guess. Mm. And thank goodness we have a lot of guests. And uh, that kicker story I've been sitting on since Wednesday. It's a doozy, and it's going to uh, it's going to incite uh, the tech. I think we're going to get a lot of feedback from the text line this morning. It's going to lead into a great weekend for everybody. Yeah, is that and, what we're hoping? And you know what's going to do? It's going to make uh, GVP work hard today, which is unfortunate. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's going to have to be on his A game. Well, today. better him than me. I'll tell you that for yeah. free. All right, uh, we'll do the uh, the Rose Report next, and then uh, we'll talk about that kicker I've been sitting on since Wednesday. It's the big show, Russick Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Your number one spot for Flames coverage can be found on Flames Talk with me, Pat Steinberg. Exclusive interviews, trusted insiders, and the latest news. Listen live weekday afternoons at 4 or stream the Flames Talk podcast on demand. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems. Downtown studio at the top of the hour, Adnan Verk, MLB NHL Network, the Cinephile Podcast. You know what he did on Cinephile this week? No, I, I don't. The Big Lebowski. Mm. I listened to the episode yesterday. Is that or Kingpin a better bowling movie? Ooh. Kingpin's a little vile at times. Like, the thing is, like, Kingpin is a bowling movie, whereas The Big Lebowski is a movie that has bowling in it, mm. but it's not really a bowling movie. Okay. I will uh, will ask Adnan that very same question if That's he agrees good, with you. Sure. Yeah. Uncle Timmy, Tim McAuliffe, host of Tim and Friends on Sportsnet. At 7.30. Um, it's a slow week in sports. Hence why we had um, the Beer League uh, broadcast last night down at Winsport. But uh, that still doesn't matter because Maddie still has to inform you on what went down last night and what's going to happen uh, this weekend. And it's, of course, the Rose Report brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. 
Happy Friday, friends. The weekend is here. Huzzah, huzzah. All-star weekend. We've all been waiting with bated breath for this one. The NHL skills competition goes tonight. The all-star games go tomorrow. You get the Pro Bowl on Sunday. I got to ask you, George, what's better than this? What's better than this? There's nowhere I'd rather be than right here and right now. <laughs> we'll get you Not the... Not my bed, but right here, right now. I would love to be in bed. Right? <laughs> we'll get you the necessary details. We also got some golf on the go down at Pebble Beach. Uh, the Raptors play tonight. How are they on the go? It's 3.30 in the morning in California. Well, like the tournament is underway. Oh, okay. Therefore, it's right. technically on the go. They started it yesterday. Okay. I guess if you want to be specific, no, they're asleep. Okay. Because they're professional <laughs> athletes and it's time to be asleep. Right. Actually, I'm sure some of them have gotten up and maybe started some stretching, had sure. maybe some oatmeal. Maybe a little cereal, some fruit, perhaps. They're getting ready for the, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am for AT&T. Uh, plus tons of local content, so let's okay. get after it. Uh, it's gonna, this is going to be a smooth rose report. One, <laughs> wanted to mention smooth, this because smooth, smooth. Uh, somehow we missed it yesterday, but uh, the Vegas Golden Knights have announced that Captain Mark Stone has undergone back surgery and is out indefinitely. He's now on LTIR. Are not on LTIR just yet, but very well could be the fifth player for the Golden Knights that ends up there. Currently, Vegas is showing just under $4 million in cap space, but if you move that $9.5 million over, they all of a sudden become a big player in the trade market with the deadline coming up on March the 3rd. He played just over three minutes of action back on January 12th before he left and underwent back surgery. Vegas won that game, but since then, they've only won one other contest. They're 1-5-2 since Stone left the lineup. Now, who are they going to get that fills that void? That guy does everything for that team. Plays on their top line, penalty killer, a guy you throw out there in the final minute to hold on to a one-goal lead. Like, who are they getting that's going to remotely be close to Mark Stone? I think they're going to be doing that whole crow shiny object thing, and they might be Timo Meyer possibly. okay. Another player has entered into the chat because we know the Rangers are going to be big players on Timo Meyer, but that'd be interesting to see too because you know that Bill Foley does not want to just give up any opportunity to win. It is All-Star Weekend in the NHL. Uh, tonight, the skills competition. Three new events. Here four returnees. Uh, a tidy 30 gur for each individual winner as well. Great. You'll love to see that. Well, why 30,000? I don't know. An arbitrary why. number. Why that number specifically? I like 50. Is it like to What's celebrate 30 years of Gary Bettman, so it's 30,000? Maybe. <laughs> Is that the reason behind it? Well, it's because it's just, uh, well, it's just a weird it's number. It's because $21,000 is a really odd number, and you split it seven ways, and all of a sudden it's a three. That's, no, I have, I have no Yeah, I have, like, again, 50, 100, 75, nope, $30,000 tonight, because that's what that's the NHL, or uh, in a nutshell. Connor McDavid is not participating in the fastest skater competition. Um, Jordan Cairo is not even there, so he won't have a chance to defend his title. Okay. Um, I like uh, the texter we got about a, about a month and a half ago who's saying Connor McDavid is not the fastest guy in the mm-hmm. NHL because he didn't win the fastest skater last year. <laughs> but he won the four previous. <laughs> um, just if you watch the NHL and you actually watch Connor McDavid play, I don't think there's any question he's the fastest guy in the league. Yeah, I would agree with you. Braden points. He's really he's really quick. Nathan McKinnon's really quick. But they're not that guy from three hours north of here. Nobody can do what he does with the puck on his stick either. Yeah. It's 
it's not the same. It's impossible that he is faster with the puck than the majority of the guys in the league without the puck. There's going to be uh, three new events. The Tendy Tandem, where mm. eight goaltenders will participate in this event. One goalie from each division is designated as the shooting goalie. <laughs> And one of them will go in the net. The shooting goalies will earn points based on the accuracy of their shots on the net. And the in-net goalies will face rushes of a number of players based on the number of points that their teammate earns. And there are a bunch of uh, the women's hockey players that are going to be doing the shooting. So that's lovely. Are they? Are the goalies using their goalie sticks to shoot with their gloves on? You know what, George? It doesn't say here. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Wow. I, I haven't looked that far into Maddie it. Maddie getting a little saucy. This There's also a, that response. the splash shot. Oh, yes. Which is uh, the ocean spray, breeze, and sand add to the challenge of this exceptional skills event as four pairs of players fire at targets to attempt to dunk their opponents. Oh. Some old school dunk tank action. We also got the pitch and puck, which you might like, George. It's a combination of hockey and golf shots. As four NHL All-Stars will play a par four featuring an island green, and the lowest score will win the Chipotle NHL Pitch and Puck. Really quick, back to the Ocean Spray, Ocean Splash. Are they having the guy on the skateboard with the Fleetwood <laughs> Mac song? Is he going to be a part of that in any way, shape, he or form? I heard he got arrested, actually, just oh. not too long ago. Yeah, you know, I did hear that. I yeah. just didn't know what it was. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's probably for something <laughs> bad, too, and maybe I shouldn't have brought it actually, up. Actually, you know what? I don't think it was pretty pretty minor. It might have been possession of weed or something oh, like okay, that. But yeah. It's a herb, man. <laughs> Big game goes on Saturday, Central Pacific (laughs) at 3 o'clock. Metro and Atlantic will go at 4 o'clock. The NFL also has their Pro Bowl this weekend, uh, and a handful of events got underway yesterday. Missed these, unfortunately. Tyler Hundley killed it. Sure. (laughs) They what? In the accuracy throwing. Really? Precision passing. He won it, I believe. And now that just begs the question, why is Tyler Hundley at the Pro Bowl? Because Aaron Rodgers said no. Because Aaron Rodgers is golfing <laughs> at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, and so is Josh Al- yeah, Allen. A lot of uh, quarterbacks not there uh, potentially who are in the Pro Bowl. Here's, so what I can, here's what I can tell you. There was a handful of events that got started yesterday. The AFC won the precision passing. The AFC won the lightning round. The AFC won the longest drive. Oh, National Football Conference. And the NFC won the epic Pro Bowl dodgeball. Yeah, I saw Jair. They had Alexander. a dodgeball game, which yeah. actually oh. looked pretty sweet. Miles Garrett was really excited to be a part of that. Like, he really <laughs> wanted to be a part of the dodgeball. So. Did anybody get hurt? No. Okay, good. There's nothing worse than when I they play these stupid games and some guy blows out oh. his like, ACL. <laughs> I think Kirk, Ed Kirk Cousins was getting a little heated when he was missing some targets. Well, he's, he's talking to oh, himself. All of a like sudden, he, he doesn't does. have Justin Jefferson. He's yeah. throwing at and he's mad. Well, I don't know who it was, but they had one receiver. Like you know, the there's a zip line through this covered part of Vegas and one of the strip. I don't know what it is, but yeah. they were like one of the players was going down the zip line and they were like throwing a ball to him and he had to catch it. And the Broncos mascot was like right beside him. It was actually pretty fun. Oh, yeah. well, nothing beats the Kirk Cousins um, gender reveal. <laughs> Where he has to throw like the whatever bag of something onto the wooden, and he almost misses it from like from like six feet yeah. away, and like and like him and his wife, but she's so ecstatic, it's a boy, whatever. But it's like literally Kirk just <laughs> missed a giant plank of wood from six feet away, and the guy gets millions of dollars for trying to throw a football accurately. <laughs> Insane. All right, continue. Uh, it's important to note that the Pro Bowl competition started yesterday, and then they'll wrap up on Sunday. So. 
two full days of all of the best players in the NFL unhinged in Las Vegas. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong, mm-hmm. mate? Ask Warren Sapp what could go wrong in Vegas. <laughs> Anyways, the Raptors... Yeah. <laughs> the Raptors will visit the Rockets at 6 o'clock. That's going to be on Sportsnet tonight. Cool. They got to win uh, something here. They ain't doing so hot. No, they really I think haven't been. They're getting ready to tear down. I think Scotty Barnes is the only one that's untouchable. Sunday. Apparently, that's the word on the street, too. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk to uh, Tim McAuliffe about that at mm-hmm. 7.30. Sunday, they'll be in Memphis to battle the Grizzlies at 4 o'clock. That's the finale of a seven-game Western Conference road trip. Uh, also, mentioned this yesterday, it is the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Uh, day one was yesterday. I, I find this event very intriguing because of the Pro-Am aspect of it. Like, for instance... The owner of the Carolina Hurricanes, Tom Dundon, is tied or in first place, 12 under, with uh, Will Gordon at the Pro-Am, whereas uh, on the actual leaderboard, <laughs> no. Uh, Nick Taylor, three under, is your best Canadian, but he is uh, five strokes back of the leader right now. Do you think they should move Pebble Beach to later on in the year to get bigger names out? Like, is it yeah, too but again, early it's, in the but schedule? it's the California swing, right? I know, I know, I know. But is, could you move it to, like, end of Feb, early March? You might get some bigger names. You only have one top ten player in the FedEx Cup standings at this tournament right now. Yeah, like, it's that's fine. But like This used to be, a, like, this is a scenic a pre- course. This yeah, used to be a big event. It was an enormous event. And, uh, when I, you know, I'm not a big fan of people saying bucket lists and all of that. But mm-hmm. Pebble's definitely on my... Mm-hmm quote-unquote bucket list and i looked up uh, i don't know if it's changed but i, I li- did this look this up a couple years ago u.s uh and if you go you got you got to have a caddy mm-hmm. like you got to pay for the caddy but yeah you go to pebble beach you got to go all out and they got to help you out read the greens and whatever it was like 850 us for one round mm. with the caddy and you have to book like a year in advance <laughs> that's actually not ex- as as much as i would have thought but the thing is, you got to book your yeah. fans. Yeah. yeah. And make sure your game's good. You're healthy going into that. Yeah, with the crap at yeah, Pebble exactly. Beach. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That, that's one of the things. Oh, like, that would suck. Who doesn't want to play Pebble Beach, right? It, like the scene, it's, it's beautiful. It's scenic. Even Cabot Cliffs here in Canada. Yeah. That's definitely on the bucket list. Yep. Like, I, and I hear all the beautiful courses I want to play in Alberta this mm-hmm. spring, too. Well, was John Bender because, was showing us some of the Drum Heller yeah, courses yesterday. Yeah, um, John Bender, uh, former Stampede or friend of the show, uh, went to the after party last mm. night at Waldorf's Brewery. Uh, he, w- he was uh, easy to find. Oh, yeah. In the, uh, amongst the uh, people in the crowd. Um, when it comes to golf in Alberta, uh, what was it? Um, Billy Balzac? Balzac <laughs> Billy. Yeah. Um, I actually saw a lot of things on him yesterday, and I kind of laughed. And you know, we forgot to comment about what his cool we? shades. Yeah, he's got he's got like a nice little cool like racing jacket. Yeah, and, <laughs> and like sunglasses. And, like after reading more, it's pretty much it mocks every other Groundhog Day thing in the rest of the world. That's essentially what he does. And he and he didn't see his shadow, so early spring. Great. Like, yeah. Well, it's a dude in a costume, so yeah. how would like he would go, Woo, and yeah. he would jump back into a hole or Baby. something <laughs> with right, his cool glasses on. Yeah, he does. He has some sweet shit. Rest on. in peace, Fred Lamarmont. Yeah. By the way, last like, night, like uh, buddy, yeah. How about yeah. shout out to Crow? Yeah, uh, Ryan uh, Crow last night from the beer league. Game. Oh, those glasses. He was yeah. rocking some shades, and then he went from wearing shades in the warm up to uh, vipers to a cage. To a bird cage. To yeah. a bird cage. Yeah, you got to protect those eyes. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he was wearing the beautiful shades. Mm-hmm. And it'd be great if he was wearing them the entire game. 
But no, he came up with the shades on. <laughs> and they look really good. And they were definitely mirrored, too. Oh, yeah. Which oh, was the awesome part. For sure. They were definitely Oakleys. Those cost a, at oh, least yeah. a paycheck, for sure. Uh, also, the Luscious won yesterday. 5-4 to four was the final score in a shootout in our 2023 Beer League Championship. Uh, so shout out to the Lushes. Uh, we're obviously Team Whalers here on the morning show. Yeah, blowing a three and I thought they, uh, You know what? They they played good enough to win, but sometimes you just don't get the bounces. Yeah. And that, that was really the epitome of what I saw yesterday. Uh, so shout out to uh, Tommy and the rest of the boys with, the, uh, Whalers? with the Whalers. Yep. The Lushes, you're fine. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. Shout out to Brian, their team captain. Last night, there were a lot of guys who were still rocking their headbands with their mullet wigs. Mm. At Wild Rose Brewery last night, greasy. So uh, greasy. Good times were happening. Like the the Lushes also had a couple of the wolf vets on the bench yeah, there nice. taking photos. So that's a good, you know, that's a club that's been around forever. So. It was pretty cool to see two teams that have basically been around yeah. for like forty yeah, years. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, go head to head, and they knew each other, and and we could definitely tell by the way that game played out. Yep. <laughs> uh, locally, the Calgary Wranglers were in action last night, taking on the Bakersfield Condors, which is kind of like a battle of Alberta, as they are the Oilers affiliate. Uh, don't know if you saw this, but prior to puck drop, the club did announce that tonight they've opened up the second deck. Oh, as uh, Friday's game has a lot of high demand, so uh, tonight, if you're heading down to the Saddle Dome, second bowl is open. Uh, yesterday, the appetizer did not go great for the Calgary Hitmen. Uh, they opened the scoring. Drop it off. Nobody there. Here's DeSimone. Snapshot. Dewar. Puck is loose. And Calgary scores. It's the captain. one nothing Wranglers. So they were up one nothing on Brett Sutter's goal, but then things fell apart in third. And they'll tuck it free. Lavoie. 2-1, Condors back to the point. Snapped in, and they score a tip down low. Here's Bailey, slows things down to Malone. Bailey cuts in deep, and a weird angle, and that's in the back of the goal. Sander Pacina, the voice of the Wranglers, uh, calling a 5-1 setback for Calgary as they fall to the Condors yesterday, but they'll look for a little bit of revenge tonight at the Scotiabank Saddledome. Calgary Hitmen have another busy weekend, although they only do play twice compared to their previous three weekends where they had played three straight games. Saturday, they'll host the Oil Kings at 2 o'clock. Sunday, they'll host the Moose Jaw Warriors at 2. All of your pregame for both those games, international and postgame as well. Uh, tons of NHL caliber talent on that Warriors club. Not so much on the Oil Kings as they're in a rebuilding year, but always a fun time with those two provincial rivals a battle as well. And uh, the Roughnecks back on the road as they are uh, across the country into the Maritimes uh, as they are uh, going to play the Halifax Thunderbirds. Uh, Halifax is 4-3 and three on the season. Mm. Calgary is just 3-3 three and three on the season. They need a win if they lost to Toronto in overtime last weekend. This could be a fun one as uh, both these clubs score quite a few goals the Thunderbirds are second in the entire NLL with 100 goals scored. That's pretty much it. There's no it's good night, uh, good night and good luck to you, sir. And good night Thank and you. good luck to you, sir. You're uh, welcome. Terrific job. I, you know what? I, terrific, really? Terrific job. That's a Rose Report brought mm. to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Is there a way we could hang that? Rose Report in a museum because I think we could because I thought you did a spectacular job under the under the circumstances. 
It was um, shorter than they usually are. Yeah, a little shorter, <laughs> a little less clippy. Yep, yep. Uh, but, I um, feel like I used half the clips I actually yeah, had. It's about but... it's about eight to ten minutes shorter than it usually is. <laughs> but there's there's no NHL action. Yeah, there's no NFL. It's no one made week. a trade yesterday. It's a slow week. Raptors didn't even play, so I couldn't even throw in a 24-second clock to talk about the Raps. No, but uh, that's why we can uh, talk about other stuff. And I saw this story yesterday, and we kind of touched on it uh, yesterday. According to uh, Andrew Marchand of the uh, New York Post, um, he reported that uh, CBS executives had an, quote, intervention with Tony Romo about his performance uh, this past year as the lead color analyst on CBS Sports. Apparently, a CBS spokesperson, spokeswoman, said, quote, to call this an intervention is a complete mischaracterization. Uh, We meet regularly with our on-air talent. So apparently, uh, they sat down, had dinner with Tony. And I was like, hey, Tony, how do we get back to 2017 where you burst onto the scene Mm. and you were calling these plays and you were a wizard behind the (laughs) mic? And now it's like, I don't know, Jim. Like, that's essentially <laughs> what he does. Oh, third and long. This is a big one, Jim. Let, let's see, Jim. Uh, Gene, what do, you, what do you think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. And now, apparently, yeah, CBS is worried because of how great Greg Olson was for yes. Fox. And Ooh. especially because uh, they gave Tony Romo the richest contract in sports broadcasting history. Ten years, $180 million, which, of course, has been surpassed yeah. by Tom Brady's gigantic number with Fox, but uh, people at CBS nervous that maybe Tony Romo won't be back to being the Tony Romo we all fell in love with early on in his broadcasting career. It was one of those things, like, if you were watching NFL over the course of this season, like, it inevitably came up in conversation where you went, what? It's not the same, is it? Like, when he, like you mentioned, when he burst onto uh-huh. the scene, he was literally calling the plays out before they happened. Every yeah. single game, nonstop. And now he's just like building hype for the third and longs, and it's it's nothing compared to what it was. And I don't know why it is, but I don't I don't think it's uh, inappropriate for uh, the execs to go, "Hey, what's going on?" And it's a Super Bowl for them next year at CBS, so he's got to get better. And it's going to be interesting what they do uh, with Fox now and Tom Brady. Like, Fox has mm-hmm. a Super Bowl. We know uh, Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson are the mm-hmm. number one play-by-play team in Fox after Joe and uh, Troy went to Monday Night Football and ESPN and ABC. So it's going to be interesting. Is Brady going to be part now of the Super Bowl coverage? Mm-hmm. He has this giant deal. He's officially retired now. Does he want to jump right in there? Well, you know, they've lost Sean Payton. Yeah, if, but, and they have Gronk. They used Gronk at the championship game for yep. Fox, so Gronk should probably be involved as well. And they have a gigantic yeah. panel. It's too big. It is with way too a big. lot too, too much Too many old lapping. guys. Too many yeah. old guys. Too many old guys and a lot of fake laughing. So I'm going to be interested to see when because they're they're paying Tom Brady to be in the booth. Yeah, and I just don't know how to, what Tom Brady's going to you know sound like. But as Ross Tucker uh, told us yesterday, it's Tom Brady. Like I can't imagine him not being good at anything. Yeah. So it remains to be seen because maybe he does let his personality shine a little bit because I think he did do that as with Tampa Bay here. Mm-hmm. He was away from the Patriot way a little he bit. Came out a little, a little, yeah, he came out a little bit. Yeah, he came out of a shell. Yeah. yeah, I would say that, but it's going to be interesting how that's going to sound like. It's kind of silly that like part of the reason I'm starting to get excited to watch the Super Bowl, I'm I'm intrigued to see if Tom makes an appearance and if he stops yeah. by for a little analysis, maybe stops by for a drive or two in the, in the press box and, and calls a drive or something like that. Like, I'm just intrigued to see if he gets sprinkled in at all 
in this broadcast with his retirement announcement obviously coming, you know, before the end of the actual season. And we all know he signed the monster contract while he was still playing in the NFL. I'm just intrigued to see if he ends up on this broadcast and, and being a part of it and, and involved whatsoever because that that in itself would kind of be just a a nice little spot to dip your toe in the water, right? Yeah, say. it's it's gonna. Be, I would imagine he's gonna be there for Fox and doing something at the Super Bowl. All right, got about five minutes here. Okay, before we get to Adnan Verk, MLB NHL Network, the Cinephile Podcast, and Uncle Timmy Tim McCalla from Tim and Friends at seven thirty. But I was gonna do this story on Wednesday. And then Tom Brady went out there and selfishly announced his retirement and derailed my chance Damn to do this Tom. story. Um, strap in. <laughs> Buckle up. Yeah, this is uh, it's a little bit of a weird story. And it, might, it may or may not offend some of our listeners. So viewer, viewer discretion is advised, I guess. <laughs> um, according to Yahoo News, a Michigan priest says oh, he temporarily... Nice. Went to H-E double hockey sticks. (laughs) Gerald Johnson says he died in 2016 after suffering a heart attack. And what he saw, and more specifically heard, was horrifying. Johnson said he saw terrible, gruesome sights of torture and pain and heard music that was designed to cause maximum trauma. (laughs) Oh, Here's what he said he heard during his death experience. Johnson claims the underworld was much worse than he could ever imagine. Quote, I entered the very center of Earth. Johnson says there is a section of purgatory where music is played, but very badly. This is the part which is the most fascinating to me. <laughs> the priest claims you can hear Rihanna's umbrella. Yeah. Uh, Rihanna, of course, uh, the halftime act at this year's Super Bowl yeah. in Glendale, Arizona. And Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy. Oh. Um, yeah. We're and, being and used the Bobby as, version. We're being used as instruments for torture. That's my favorite torture song. Yeah. Yeah. Umbrella I, by Rihanna. And Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy. We're being used as instruments for torture. Now, I want to ask our listeners, 960, 960. Name and location. <laughs> what song would be your personal H-E double hockey sticks for the rest of eternity? Um, your personal uh, H-E double hockey sticks for the rest of eternity. What is that song? 96960. 960. We'll talk to Adnan Verk. That's next. It's the big show. Russell and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan.